Welcome to On the Throne, episode number 10, finally in double digits. We are the podcast for your Los Angeles Kings, Ontario Reign, and Hockey in Southern California. That right there is Tanner Pitts. What's up, everybody? Long time. Long time. And making his return back, Mr. Riker Jordan. What's up, everyone? How you guys? I'm so glad you're here, Riker. How you guys doing? Sleep. I'm a lot better now that you're here. Oh, didn't take long for Tanner to start flirting. All right, so it's been a little bit of a, a time since uh, since we last recorded. A lot has happened. Uh, everybody and their grandma had an episode talking about Cal Peterson getting waived. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit, but you already know what happened. We don't need to to double up on it. But uh, I feel like we should start some of the downside first and then we'll we'll end it with some of the or sorry the good stuff first and then we'll end it with some of the stuff they need to improve what do you guys think sounds good all right Works for me starting with the thing that everybody was losing their shit about all year and this year so far special teams especially power play is improved to 23 percent currently for the power play so Riker, what do you think about that what do you what what's your take well, I'm glad the coach they brought in made the difference that he um, everybody was kind of expecting him to. And I've been impressed for the most part. I mean, they're still having their games where they look like they don't know what they're doing. But for the most part, it seems like the movement is so much better. Not like with just like the passing, but the player movement also. They're just constantly rotating positions and creating chances. So it's been nice to see considering the Kings haven't had a good power play in I don't know how long. A year. More than a year. Four. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that they're switching up lines a little bit and, and trying to change stuff around now. And they're not just I, throwing the same, you know, five guys out there. The only thing I'm opposed to on the power play is I wish Arthur Kaliev could be out there for all two minutes. I'm just happy they finally put him back like on his one T side and they're actually yep. letting him shoot the puck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's building up his confidence for sure. He switched it up, and what do you know? It made a difference. Wow, you put a sniper in a, a spot to shoot, and he scores goals. What a concept. Yeah, it's crazy. It's almost like that's where he should have always been. But he's, he's getting his confidence up. That's good. Would you say he has the best shot on the team? Yep. Yeah, I'd say so. But him or, him or back, Kempe? Back shootouts are looking pretty uh, good right now, too. I think his shot's better than Kempe's. Yeah, he shoots it hard. Trevor Moore? Trevor Moore. I was an Oaks native. So should we get into some stats, good or bad, whatever? Whatever you want to do. Yeah, stats. So penalty kills down to 71%. I can't remember what it was last year. Does anybody know off the top of their head? It had to be somewhere right around there, like 73% or something. Who knows? That's what I thought it was too. But it's pathetic. Yeah, it's, it's not good. But, no, it's awful. It's not even okay. It's just bad. Yeah, I guess they just have to figure that out. I mean, it seems like everything that's happening to the Kings right now revolves around defense mm. and goaltending, obviously. I think it's mainly been goaltending. Yeah. I mean, defense has had its mislaps, but like overall, the goaltending has just been god-awful. God-awful. Well, we got Phoenix now, Brian. Phoenix is the answer. Rising yeah, and Phoenix. he has like a 
he has like a 904 save percentage in his five games and they're four and one. It's like weird. Hmm. Who would have thought? <clears throat> I just it's kind of it's kind of crazy to me that it was quick and Peterson that both kind of went downhill fast. And I don't know why. Like obviously quick's well, older, but like he played fine last year. Yeah, but he played a lot last year and he he you know, sometimes they finally hit that age and they lose Quick had, just a little bit of their reactions and there it is. That's all they, you know, it's all I feel like quick played the best for him though. was for like the last couple months of the season. He was rough in the beginning too. He did have yeah. a rough start last year. Cal right, Peterson so, though. I don't, I don't know what happened to him. He went on waivers. Right. <laughs> obviously, obviously, but his confidence is just like completely gone. I mean, he's gaining he's gaining confidence in the A right now. I mean, he's doing well in Ontario. Yeah, I know. He had a shutout last night. That's amazing. That's what we yeah. want to see. I mean, that at the end of the day, he didn't get picked up by another team, so this is exactly what the Kings want, I would imagine. Well, hopefully, um, like, he gets it back, and they call him up, and he's back to his old self. But Talk about calling somebody up, man. When is Byfield getting called up? I don't know. I, I don't know what happened to him. I just don't know, man. Unless it's going to be like, like Gabe, and he's just going to sit there and keep developing and then just tear it up next year. But, like, I, mean, I don't know, man. He needs those minutes. He needs NHL minutes. I think right now the I think the management is looking at Byfield and saying, okay, do we need another center who is trying to gain their confidence? Do we put them in that position? Because right now all the centers in line have been doing at least – well enough you know i don't think so they can't find so? like a they can't find uh their third line center like kupari's not fucking a center kempe kempe's not a center um jared anderson dolan's not a center like he can play center but like all those guys can play center but none of them are like better centers than they are wings and byfield was playing really good until he got sick and I think they're just doing what they did to Gabe. It's like, oh, well, it worked out for Gabe, so let's just send him down for most of the season. I think it's stupid, but... It just makes zero sense to me, though. Like, he was so good. Both of his line mates are back. He has Ayafala back and Gabe back. Like, bring him. Why are they? Why'd they call Rasmus back up when you have Byfield there? Like, it's just... it's. I don't know. It's dumb to me. I yeah, think they're just going to let him develop and just start to gain his confidence, yeah. too. It's It's exactly what Gabe needed, and maybe it's not perfect, but... At the end of the I day, f- they develop at the rate that they're, they're going to develop. It's not going to change much. I felt like he had confidence, though. He was like playing the best hockey those games until he got sick. That was the best game, stretch of games he's had in the NHL. Right. They were a very good line. It's small sample size, but they were really good. But I don't know. All right. So they like. <clears throat> go ahead. No, no, it's fine. Go. Let's go. I was going to say uh, stats on average right now: three point two one goals for per game. And 3.59 goals against per game. They got to flip those. No, they just got to clean the up least. their defense. I saw a stat. I forgot who posted it, but it said, like, last year at this time, I think it was Russell Morgan was talking about it. Last year at this time, it, they had, like, the same exact record, but their goals against was, like, 85 last year, and this year it was, like, 117. Yeah, I saw that stat. It was Russell Morgan. Yeah, but they yeah, are like scoring more than last year. Yeah, their goals for was way better, but their goals against was way worse. So it's like, yeah. which is weird because like last year was all rookies playing too. Yeah, well, I think this year it's mainly like their their defense isn't hasn't been as good, but I think it's mainly just goaltending. Neither one of those goaltenders 
could just make a save when they needed to. Yeah. Neither. Uh, fifty-two point two face-off win average is not terrible. Yeah, it but... seems like their face-offs have been amazing, except for when they're on the PK. Yeah, yeah, the time they really need it to be the best it's going to be. That's hard. Yeah. Um, Doesn't really quite add up, but that's what it seems like. Well, when you have Kopitar and Phil Deneau on your team, you you should have a good face-off percentage. Right. Well, you got Blake Lazat too, who's pretty really good, good. face-off thought. Yeah. I, he's he's probably one of my favorite kings, dude. I, I love that guy, man. Yeah, he brings. He a lot. is the per. Like, he might be five seven or five nine, whatever he is. But that dude has a motor and does not give up. He doesn't take a shift off ever. Dude, he plays like he's six five three hundred. He's the hardest. Pounds. He's the hardest worker on that team. It, it to me is what it looks like. He shows he's the hardest worker. Yeah, without a doubt, I fully agree with you. All right, so Fiala off season trade just so happens to be leading scoring with thirty four points. I mean. He's everything we all wanted, right? Yeah. What's He's crazy? Better than, better than advertised. Yeah. What's yeah, crazy too is that usually he is a very he's a, like a proven slow starter. This is the best start of his career. I just hope he can keep it going because he usually does better in the second half. Well, what's crazy is like he's been doing it with, like by sw- he's been switching lines. You know, they he's haven't played been with everybody find, on the like, team. Yeah, and they can't find a wing for him and Kopitar to really gel with. Like, Kempe seems to be back there now, and it's doing okay. Like, maybe Kempe's getting hot again, but um, it's like they haven't found him, like, a, a good, like, line that works, and he's still I, putting up over a point per game. I love the Kevin Fiala trade. I am totally fine with that trade, and I'm so glad we have him. It sucks we lost Brand Clark, but Kevin Fiala you, is... You mean You mean Faber? I mean Brock Faber, yeah. I said Clark, my bad. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say we didn't we didn't lose Clark. What are you talking? Uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, you guys got me. I was testing you, bitch. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, bro. I I I'm about it, bro. <clears throat> so, Mister Gabe Velarde's leading with 13 goals. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Something. Well, he's not on track for 60 anymore. Well, no, <laughs> he slowed down well, pretty fast. Yeah, I don't think like against the Sharks, I thought he was one of the Kings' better players. He could have scored three goals that game. Like he had, he missed like two open nets. One went off like the goalie and went wide or hit the post. I just don't know like, why he's, he's on been the playing line. good. But yeah, that's another thing. It's like who who is he playing with? Every night it's a different fucking line, you know. Yeah, that's true. And I also feel like he's defended a lot harder than he has been in his NHL oh. career so far. I mean, he's still going to – like, I still see him putting up 25 goals and 40 points. And if we would have talked about that before the season, like, hey, is Gabe Velarde going to score 20 goals and 40 points? Like, you guys would have taken that in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. You know, like – Yeah. I just so, – It's fun. I, I mean, do you – like, there's – the lines have all been changing, except there's one line that hasn't been switching it up. Like – when does that line get switched up? What are you talking about? They did switch it up. Yeah. Well, that's because was hurt, right? Well, or even hurt. He, he left back. for his baby. He came back, though, and I have follow state on that line. Yeah, I mean, the thing the thing is with, with Velarde is that it, he may be slow, like slowing down a little bit, like taking kind of a slump in his scoring, 
but this is still not the same Gabe Velarde that we saw the past four years. You yeah, know, except for player. when you watch him play in the AHL, he was scoring a lot, but that's the minor leagues. You didn't well, see him in the NHL doing this. The difference is, too, in the AHL, he was like the main guy on the power play, him and like Tynan, or depending on who was out on the ice at the time. It was him, Firk, and Tynan majority of the time. Yeah. I know, but he played in the bumper position. And he was like, the puck went through him. And on their power play, it's been working, so you can't complain, but I feel like he just doesn't get the puck very often. Like he's playing that net front, and he just doesn't—he doesn't see the puck very much. I think if he was—if uh, he got a couple more touches, I think his points would obviously go up. I mean, he was in on that rush with with Jad. I thought he scored at first because the view he got from an assist, was, though. He did get an assist. I just thought he scored yeah. when because the view yeah. from the ice was on his side low. Jad owns the Sharks, bro. They might have Timo Meyer, but we have Jared Anderson Dolan. <laughs> God, this is I'm true. So tired of Timo Meyer, bro. Yeah, I, I never want to hear that name again the rest of my life. Yeah, hopefully he's traded soon. All he fucking it's, does is score on the Kings, bro. It's unreal, so, man. I don't know how the Kings have a road trip like this and they're still in second. There was one guy, like Shane Doan, too, back in the day, he used to always score on the Kings. The King Killer, bro. Everybody hated David. Shane Doan because he slashed the back of Dustin Brown's knee into oblivion. I don't know. First guy that comes to mind as a king killer is David Perron. Every time that guy plays the Kings, he scores a goal and has That's an true. assist. Every yeah. time. Yeah, that guy. I like Kopi on Vegas, bro. Or not Kopi Kempe. Oh, damn, I'm dyslexic, bro. <laughs> What's going on with you, bro? <laughs> yeah, so somehow still second in the Pacific after this uh, this road trip. Yeah, thank God we have five more or games played than everyone. I mean that Bruins game made that road trip an okay road trip. Yeah. They went from yeah. a really bad road trip to like, okay, that like that worked out. That was okay. Hopefully that was a turning point. Yeah. Well, a I thought they had no on I thought they Kings had no shot Boston. in that game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know what it was. I can't remember, but I, I saw it, and I was like, this is not going to be good because I looked at the, the over-under on it, and then uh, I know that if you – if you parlayed Kings winning in an under five, it was like some ridiculous payout. Like no one had it bet that the Kings were going to win that game, especially in an under five. Fun fact, bro. I mean, the last five King, the last five times Kings played in Boston, it's gone overtime. Yeah. And they have some ridiculous record versus Boston. It's like, I can't remember what it was. That was a uh, Boston. That was only Boston's second loss at home this season. Are you serious? Man, yeah, they're 15 0 yeah. 2 at home, bro. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. That's what I don't understand, though, because they'll play a game like that and you're like, holy shit, this team's still like, they have it. Like, there it yeah. is. And then they, they give up play. Six to Buffalo. Yeah, exactly. And then they give up six to Buffalo and lose six to or whatever the hell it was. Six God, one, maybe? Love... I don't know. H. Thompson, such a stud. So speaking of the Buffalo game, I I wrote in the comments here that I feel like the Buffalo game was where Todd would have been fired if a better coach was available. Uh, there's better coaches available, but I think the Kings, even with like trades, why we haven't seen a trade yet, I think Rob Blake's just kind of playing the slow game. Like, hey, look, we're having a bad start and we're still in second place. So let's just see how things play out and see if Sean Walker can find his game or – see if Todd can work him out of this funk. And I think he's just giving him a longer leash because they're still in that playoff spot. 
So I was listening to the Bannerman podcast today and their newest episode they had. And I always feel like they're a good realistic perspective as Kings fans, you know, they're excited yeah. when it's okay to be excited. They're down when it's like, this shit sucks. And they're like realistic in general. They're pretty neutral. And they talked about how if they fired Todd McClellan, how bad it would look on Rob Blake. Cause this is, technically his fourth head coach since he took over eh, i don't know but i mean i, I guess time, i see that point of view but fourth or this is did he have sutter yeah yeah he yeah. had sutter he let sutter go and, and don Stevens took and over then jardine and then this guy yeah yep but i think the interesting thing that he brought up was or they brought up was uh if <clears throat> if you look at when the kings went on the cup run uh, and fired Terry Murray, and then hired Daryl Sutter, it was a similar type of thing. They had a team that showed they were able to do it, but the, the coach they had didn't have a winning record, didn't have a playoff record, didn't have cup record, and they needed to bring in a guy that could actually make that next-level jump. And they, I don't, I don't think they solidified that they're not on the, the Todd McClellan is that guy, but everything they said was like, Todd McClellan's not that guy. You know, I just think Rob Blake. First thing he needs to do is either get a fucking goalie or get a fucking left-handed defenseman. Like that's that's a start. Like I said, I think they're playing everything slow since they have, like, they can. They're still in the playoffs because the Pacific Division sucks. Thank so God, Seattle's sucking. I'm not too. I'm starting to worry less about that fifty dollars each day that goes by. I'll still get it from you. Don't worry. But the thing that with Todd McClellan that I don't understand is. Like, they brought him in for this rebuild, and he's not a development coach. Like, he stated that he, you know, about development. You obviously see it, like, Kaliev playing fourth-line minutes, Gabe Velarde barely playing last year, Byfield playing, like, 10 minutes when he plays. Like, he doesn't want to play kids, so you didn't bring him in to develop these kids. But no. now that he has, like, an actual legit team that should be a, a lock for the playoffs and, like, push for the second round at least – and Not according like to fucking all the analysis, bro. Nobody had the key. But now he's like, he, they're struggling, and he has the best team he's had in the four years. So it's, I don't know. At some point, you do have to make, a, like, you have to look for a move. No, I, I mean, the way I see it is this team is only in the playoffs because the Pacific sucks, like you said. But if they were in a wild card position right now, would Todd still have a job? Or would he come back from the road trip and pack his bags and he's gone? And honestly, I, it, I, I think I he's feel... a structure coach. I think he's. I think he hit the dynamic that he does is he plays, you know, a single game or like a single style of like environment. Right. He's not a dynamic coach like a lot of them that are out there. Where hey, if we're winning, we're going to keep the foot on the gas. If we're losing, we're going to get the foot on the gas and lock it down. You know, he's not that kind of coach. He hasn't been. Yeah, but okay, so. At the like, devil's advocate, um, is it his fault that the goalies can't make a save because like Quick and Peterson are both like bottom five in the league and goals save above expected or whatever? Yeah, like they're legitimately two of the worst goalies in the league. Is that Todd's fault? Because if they had even average goaltending, I think uh, the advanced stats show they would have like a top seven defense, like goals against average, if they just got like average goaltending. Right. So is that Todd's fault or 
I mean, a, a, anything that has to do with the players is Todd's fault because he's the head coach, right? Yeah, but you can't make a goalie make a save. And just no. shit out of a fucking stud goalie. No, yeah. but he could have he so, made that that. See, that's the thing is like I'm not in the locker room, so I don't know like what the dynamic is. You can't is, say but that I, he, he would have made that move earlier because it's not his move to make. That was Rob Blake's move to make. It's, sending it's, Rob, down. it's Rob Blake's move to make, yes. But at the end of the day, Todd has a lot of control over what happens with the players on the ice. And if, if the they both suck, so you have to put one of them out there. The Todd can't make Jonathan Quick save a puck or Cal Peterson have some confidence. Like it just he can't do it. So this is I don't want to drag on this. I'm just saying, like so that leads into a bigger question. As a Kings fan, would you guys want to fire Todd first? Or make a trade for a goalie and a left-handed defenseman first. I want to make a trade for a goalie and a left-handed defenseman first. Yeah, I'm with Tanner on that. And then give Todd, like, what, 15, 20 games to get it going? And if he doesn't, then you make that move? Well, I, there was a there was a I'd trade give him the rest right of the year. I, You'd give him the rest of the season? Yeah. I mean, with the current situation and what we know about it, I would give him the rest of the season too. I'd make that trade, see how he does with that player, and if he doesn't, I would, as as Rob Blake, I would reach out to a guy like Trotz and just say, hey, take the rest of this year. Can we get you back in during the offseason? Um, yeah, he already said he either. wants to be an original six team. I don't think he wants to come to the West Coast. But you never know. I mean, I would I think, lo- I'm not against it. I would love for him to be in LA, but yeah, I just we we know in our in our like the deepest part of our hearts that it's not the goaltending coach, it's not Bill Ranford that's the problem. So, at what point do we say, okay, the issue here is either in Todd McClellan or it's in Rob Blake? And I don't well, want Rob Blake. My main thing is less. Sorry, he, I'm just saying is a far more of an asset. And you look at the trades that he's made, and it's like, okay, so what do we do? What do the Kings do right now? Because they're going to go out and get basically, uh, I I can't remember who it was. Who's the guy in Vancouver? Thatcher Demko. Yeah, everybody's been right saying. Now. Yeah, but I mean, like before he got, I think it was before he got hurt. Everybody's been talking about Demko being, you know, up up a goaltender that the Kings could bring in to replace Peterson. And it's like, why he's exactly the same in so many ways. He's not an elite goaltender. He's not younger. He's not, he doesn't have a track record of success and he doesn't have a track record of playoff success. So a guy like that is pretty much the max that you could get get right now. You're You're not not going to get someone. Someone's not not going to give up a fucking track record of a playoff success goalie because he's going to be on a team and they're not going to get rid of him. No, I know, but he doesn't have any of those things. I would love to get Vegmelka from Arizona. I'd be totally fine with that. You look at his stats, they're really good. He plays on a better fucking team. He's going to be a lot better of a goal. I would love Vegmelka. I think a right. lot of Kings fans would. But I here's, can agree here's with that. Where, here's where I'm at. They're going to make a big trade, whether it's this season at the trade deadline, before the trade deadline, or this offseason. There is a big trade coming because you don't sign Trevor Moore to his long extension. I have follows on a deal. Kempe's on a deal. Fiala's on a deal. Arvidsson still has a year left. So it's like you have all these forward spots locked up. You have all these young prospects looking for playing time. There has to be a trade made. 
at this point. Yeah. There has to be like, you're not just going to like, what do you do with all these prospects? Like they're all getting to the point where they're RFAs and stuff. Like you have to see who can play or who can't, or you have to make a move for, you know, a Jacob Chikrin or something and get rid of some of those prospects. That's what I was trying to get to. Like the Kings have so many fucking prospects. When are they going to fucking play? Play the kids or fucking trade them. They have too many forward prospects and like, they obviously aren't going to play them when they're re-signing all, all these other guys for longer deals. But they've built the wealth up pretty well in order to make a trade that that caliber. The only yeah. one I would be upset so about trading because I really, a... I do want to see him play is Alex Turcotte. I would be bummed. But I just want to see him be good, a good player for somebody. Hopefully it's for the Kings, but I just want to see him play hockey at a high level for somebody because of his unluckiness. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'd I'd love to see Turcotte without concussions playing in the NHL. And if that's not on the Kings, I'd still feel good about you know him as yep. a him as a player like for not... for me like i'm cool. like see you later grunstrom see you later arvidson see you later fucking jad see you later i mean he's really good defensively but see you later i follow i just there's better options i think you give up grunstrom i would give well, up grunstrom i think you either keep arvidson or you keep i follow you can't keep both though why because they're both fine for deals and need the spot for a kid. Yeah, I think Arvidsson, it's that's like tough though between I follow and Arvidsson because they He's both been just really good. completely different. I know Arvidsson's like a great player. And Arvidsson's been really good lately. The, yeah, and that, but I follow also brings so much. He helps their penalty kill. He helps whoever he plays with, loves playing with them. He's great defensively, so he could play with Phil Lamelli. Like where they shut down opposing top lines, he does have some skill. It's just like you know, like I don't know. It's it's it'd be a tough. He played first line for two years. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, it's gonna be tough, but I want to see some kids play, man. I really do, and I really want number fifty-five back in the lineup soon. Hopefully, you could send back Jad. You could send back fucking Kapari. Give me Byfield. But yep. the new guy, the, the guy they just called up, has proven he's better than fucking Sean Walker and fucking Sean Dersey. Yeah, I saw they loaned them back to the AHL today, but I hope it's just like a paper move because I don't know what he would have done to not play in the next game. Like, he was really good against the Sharks. He's so confident when he has the puck. He does so confident. He's just good. He's just like a like I don't I don't know. He doesn't like stand out in any particular way. He's just solid all the way around. I, yeah, I think he's better than Jersey and Walker for sure. And then what do you guys think's gonna happen to Clark? Do you think he comes back to the Kings? Or he's getting sent back. I think he goes back now. Yeah, I mean, they well, uh, he's seen more. They've seen more time with him playing in the NHL, playing in the AHL, and now playing in the World Juniors than they would have if you just stayed uh, stayed in juniors. Oh, yeah. It, it was, it's fine. Like, I have, like, it's fine. He can go back, play World Juniors. Hopefully, he dominates that tournament, and then he goes back, dominates juniors, and then next year he needs to have a spot on the Kings. But He's going to be the second line, right, D? Second pair. Right. I would hope so. Hopefully, like, him and Chikrin can be the Kings' second pair. 
Wouldn't that, that be nasty? Would oh be unreal. God. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'd shit my pants. The top four would be nice: Mikey Anderson, Drew, and then Clark and Chikrin. And then your third pair is like Bjornfoot and Roy Spence. The only or problem Spence, is what they want. Roy, what Arizona wants out of it is insane. They want two firsts. What they and want? Fucking... Okay, well they're not going to get two firsts. I don't think, unless the like the goalie and Chikrin are in the deal. But still, like if I'm the Kings, I give them the first round pick this year. I give them one of the right-handed defensemen we mentioned: Grons, Walker, Spence. Jersey, Roy, Roy, one of them. Pick one. Don't care. And you want to give me uh, Veg Melka too, though. You can have a top prospect. You can have like Turcotte and another first, though. No, I th- I still think like Kupari, Turcotte, Jad. You throw in one or two of those guys. Like I don't care. Like Jacob Chikrin, when he's healthy, is proven to be a, a good defenseman, and he's exactly. What the I, can, but, I mean. What do you do though? Like, say you do they do they want a goalie back? You eat part of Peterson's contract to get Vegmelka? Like you have to. I feel like you'd have to, but you're gonna have also, to eat part of that contract no matter what. I think no one's gonna Kopey's, pay that much. Kopi's contract ends at the end of the season, and next whatever season. he's getting paid. That's next season. Oh, it's next season. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I don't even. But know quick five mils it. coming off. Oh, that's right. It's quick. That's coming off. So. Yeah. And, and the enough buyout ends for. too. True. If anything, they could buy out Cal Peterson if they need to. It just yeah, sucks. The cap's only going up a million bucks, bro. And everyone says it's gonna be three to four. Yeah, that's what it was yeah. rumored at, but. Well, hopefully, it'll probably next be the next season after. Up. Yeah. All right, what do we got left? Well, I think uh, I don't know who put it in there, but I like the idea. You guys want to do Player of the Week? Oh, taking something from all the king's men, huh? I didn't put it in there. Don't look. Hockey at me. royalty does it too. Don't at me, Jesse. Please. We gotta. Actually I think do. we gotta. At me. I know mine. I'll go. I'll go first. I think the we king of the week. Something, and we should like. We should. Uh, we should think of something different. But okay, yeah, we could do play king of the week this week. King of the week for me is an easy one. I'm going Phoenix Copley. Yeah. Uh, four and one coming in. I haven't played a game in the fucking show in what six, seven, or no, four or five years, and going four and one with an over nine hundred save percentage, better than both of our goalies have been. He's easily my number one player of the week. Vance, who you got? You put me on now. You want me to go? Yeah, you go. Um, under the radar because he didn't have a lot of points, but Mikey Anderson has been playing so goddamn Un- good, dude. That's the uh, so I, I had like Mike Anderson too. You, you could probably give him King of the Week every week. Just like he's so good at holding his own blue line, at like stopping zone yeah. entries. He's just so he's good at like. He's and that's what and sucks about he, that. Sorry, go ahead. I that's what sucks it. about the Trevor Moore deal is that Mikey. We need to sign that guy again, and he needs money to keep him here. Oh, dude! If the Kings let Mikey go, I would. I think we would riot as like a fan base. He's yeah, been, it looked like Vancouver. I think he's been the best defenseman this year. Give him a seven-year deal. I don't care. Just do it. Uh, but he was up. Deal. He was right there for me. And then you can't ever forget about Fiala just because he always has the most points every week. And then Kempe hey, was hey, up hey, there too. Hey, are you, you going to let Vance pick his, or are you just going to name everybody on the Kings? No, I was just saying, like, fuck. But, like, 
Kempe finally found it. Like, that's huge, too. But anyways. All right, man. So now uh, that Tanner picked 17 people, who do you got? I like it. So oh, I forgot about uh, I forgot about Sean Dursey <laughs> and Sean Walker. They were my fucking honorable mentions. Oh, you you want to get into your terrible take that you put on Twitter? Uh-oh. No, Sean Dursey yeah, is an so. awful passer. You're so All fucking right. high! I, Holy shit! I picked Trevor Moore. Trevor Moore's my boy for the week. Just that was because an Oaks of his native. contract, or because of his Trevor shootout Moore. winners. The two no, game winners. He, he signs a contract. Dude signs a contract, sits on the bench, waits for his turn on the shootout back to back, and just nets it and says, I'm out. Oh, my dick. I'm going home. Yeah. I signed it. It's sealed, and I delivered. I'm proud of I just, here. I just think he got too much money. I wanted, I want to keep him, but I don't, I, I didn't want four million. That's what I'm saying. Somebody has to get traded that's making like four to five point something million. Because realistically, Trevor Moore is not a top six player. It's still with all the like Byfield's gonna move up in the top. Like either, Dave Velarde should I move follow, up. Like I follow is not yeah. a top six player either. I he's know, not. but he's fucking. He's a very good defensive shutdown guy for the third line. Yeah, and Trevor Moore is pretty much that same type of player. Probably not it's as good score. defensively, but better offensively. So I, I mean, again, so one. Of I would say then we keep. I would fucking say keep Trevor Moore then, because he's fucking the whole fucking city's gonna burn down if we trade him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way I look at it is, a lot of people wouldn't say a lot of, or a lot of people would say a lot of things about players that are on the Kings right now. You know, they would say that Arvidsson shouldn't be in the top two lines because he skates funny and he's hunched over, or that Byfield should have a longer stick so he's not a top six player, or you know, people have stupid takes of all sorts. Toronto is the one that scouted him as a bottom six forward. And Kings management, especially Rob Blake, said, no, that's our guy, brought him in, and here he is sitting in a top six role, effective in it. And that's all that matters is effectiveness and consistency are all that matters on this team. If you can have those, you're going to stay where you're at or do better every time. Yeah, but I'm in a perfect world, your second line is like Turcotte by Field Velarde. Yeah. Cali is on your top, top line. Yeah, I mean, yep. and then 100%. your third line would be like I have followed to know more, and then you trade Arvidsson. Yep, I'm cool with that. So when does Dustin Brown come in as head coach? <laughs> I don't think he's gonna be a coach. Right, he just doesn't yeah. seem like he'd be like a coach guy for me. I'm gonna call it on that. <laughs> oh my god! The uh, same time, the same time they re- re-sign Andreas Athanasu. Athanasu. Oh, please, no. Dude, did you guys see him get fucking demolished the other day? No. Yes, yes, he did. Oh, my God, he got fucking demolished, bro. Was it by Jacob Truba, right? Yeah, it's by Truba. Oh, my God, he fucking murdered him, bro. I'm going to look at the highlight of that right now. You didn't see that? It was probably like a week and a half ago. No, but I'll look at it. called Truba out and said, this guy has no goals. He's out there just to hurt people. Oh, my God. All right, boys. I had fun. I love you all. It's been too long. Riker, I'm so glad you're back, sweetheart. All right, you guys have a good night. (laughs) All right, good night, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Love you all. Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, Merry Christmas. We probably won't do one next week because of Christmas, but Merry Christmas. It's Christmas on a Sunday. Isn't Christmas always on a Sunday? Um, 25th always on a Sunday I don't know <laughs> Just talking shit <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> I love you, dude. All right. Love you guys. Peace out. Bye, everyone. Bye.